Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Anna, are you ready? Yes, I am. Excellent. Well, I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Anna Malikian is a board-certified coach with a PhD in psychology. She is a speaker. She is the host of the Mindset Zone podcast. Very excited to have you on. Anna, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. (laughs) So I'm now living here in Phoenix, Arizona, but originally, people are maybe wondering about my accent. Originally, I'm from Portugal, and I travel a lot before coming here to the U.S. I live in U.K., in Spain, and my background was all in psychology. Uh, and when I move here to the U.S., uh, I decide to become a life coach because I'm always passionate about personal development. And then from the frustrations and trying to solve the challenge of where to find clients, I became a, a, a business coach. I evolved into a business coach. This to make a long short story short. Nice. Well, I, I love it. So we were talking before we got started that we're both in Arizona yes. and just a perfect time of year for us here. Oh, so. yeah. Beautiful. <clears throat> so, so many different challenges of modern living that, that we are facing. I, um, in, in researching a little bit about you for the show, um, I, I love um, one of the, the, the phrases that I found saying that life is two days yes. and the first we spend waking, waking up. up. So tell me a little bit about that. That is um, when I recently redid my website, I was looking for something that capture my beliefs in a way that at the same time is captivating, that is engaging. And um, I thought about that phrase because it's from a Portuguese song that I used to listen in the 90s. That really captures, I think, that moment that many of my clients and even myself are in life. We, life is short. We are, we know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and suddenly we realize, okay, probably alphabet is gone. Uh, and now what? Now should we just keep going, meeting other people's expectations, or do we want to be the authors of our own lives? Uh, and I think it's a, a waking moment and it can happen in different phases in our lives. And, and my, my, my theory is that we are always awakening mm-hmm. <laughs> to a, a new uh, point in our lives and to, to a new level of awareness. And the question is, what do we do with that? What do we do when we realize that? And that I think is the power, our power to make a decision and to be clever about how we put one foot in front of the other. I love it. And I, 
you know, it's it's interesting. I I consider myself to be a lifelong learner, and mm-hmm. I don't know that I always did. I think for a long time I was only really interested in learning about the industry that I was working in and come about 35 years old, perhaps that was the time when the light bulb went off for me. And perhaps that was uh, day number two when, when, when <laughs> yeah. I was really trying to figure out where where I fit in. Um, do you do you think that 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 happens for everybody or do you need it, to be intentional about it? Do, there is a life cycle kind of element to it. Or they say, let's we know that in general, or they say when we are kids, when teenager years, we have enough challenges to deal with is to, to yeah. fit the, to all the transformations that are happening uh, in adult years is to to make it and to. So there is struggles that correlate with the typical struggles that correlate with the moments in our lives that go uh, flow with our life cycle. And for most people is in the 30s, the 40s, that other questions start to come in uh, and we start to ask a little bit more deep. We start to look in the mirror and say, okay, what is happening? Yeah, well, that's certainly <laughs> that's certainly been 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 my experience. So, so when you say what is happening, is that's like this uh, existential question kind of yeah, a thing? I think so. It's very existential, and like I said, there are general tendencies, or in terms of ages of milestones, but there are people by life circumstances that they have their first awakening a little bit early hmm. um, from health scares or accidents to. Uh, their own life circumstances, whatever they are, that make them realize some things a little bit earlier than others. And the people are lucky to maybe to be later. But for me, the questions and not comparing ourselves to others, where are we now? And what is the best that we can do? Got it. So it's important to not fall victim to comparison. Oh, yeah. There will be always somebody that has a more difficult life than us. And there is always somebody that is more lucky than us. Hmm. But we have our life to live. How hard is that today? It's tough. And mainly social media. Uh, I have um, a 10 years old, 11 year old. I have to be exact <laughs> with uh, one of Sure. Uh, <laughs> if you have kids, you know what I'm speaking about. We have to, <laughs> to be very exact with the, almost a teenager. And I think a lot about the social media, about this new generation that they are calling them even IZ. So they are Z, uh, Generation Z of the Z, Generation mm-hmm. Z. And some people call it IZ because of they are in this internet world is nice they were born on it we were i was not born of it on it so there is and in this new way of living with all the the internet the social media this new digital world that we live in uh, um, is fascinating and the comparison is something that is more in our face uh and it's something that we don't realize how much. Let, let me just give you an example. I think will be easy. And um, I was yesterday in a talk uh, for uh, for parents regarding teenagers, and the, the speaker was saying something that is really true. 
if we think about 20 years ago or in our own teenager years, if we had somebody bullying us in school or not treating us well in school, uh, we will come home uh, and we will have our own safe zone there. Mm. Nowadays, a kid is facing bully or a situation that is not very pleasant at school. They arrive home and because we are so hyper-connected and they have their devices and all of that, that they don't have a safe haven. And I think that happens to us even in terms of the boundaries of life, um, life personal life and business life. Uh, they say many of us, uh, I work from home. I have my own business that I absolutely love and brings me a lot of freedom. But I really have to be very intentional in the separation of the work time from the family time because I work from home, uh, because I work with the, uh, social media. Uh, when I'm in intentionally in social media for my business and when I'm intentional for my family and for my friends. Uh, how can we create that safe zones and that boundaries between things to help us rest, to help us recover, to help us be more fully whatever we are doing? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It is always following us, in around, following us around because yeah. it's usually in my pocket, all that yeah. negative stuff and all that wonderful stuff. But you know, comparison is the thief of joy, and we all need to, 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 to run our own race, for lack of a better term. So I think that Correct. that's such important advice. And then the next part of that is, what's the best we can do? So how, how, how what does that really mean? Hmm. Uh, again, what the best we can do, I will add, what is the best that we can do now, mm. at this moment? Uh, because it's, it's sometimes... Uh, be able to embrace contradiction. I think we have to push ourselves the most and we have to give a break to ourselves at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, because if we just relax and everything is okay and we don't have goals and we don't have, okay, let's be honest, at least for me, it's nice for a while, but then I get bored and I really then look back and I don't like all what I see but if we push 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 we take our we wear off we really can uh, get into overwhelm and um, stress so what what is that sweet spot that we are pushing ourselves to do our best uh, without overdoing it right and that is going to be different at different points in our lives and the question is, I, it's like the word balance. Oh, we have to be in balance. Mm -hmm. But if we think about balance in nature, in, in ourselves, for instance, uh, riding a bike or, or even walking, everybody has the, uh, or most people will have the experience of walking. We balance to keep up straight. Great. But there is, we are putting more weight in one foot at the moment and then and then at the moment in the right foot, and then in the, at the moment in the left foot. And then it's a dynamic thing. Balance is a dynamic thing. It's not just one thing or the other. And this is fascinating for me. Even, do you know that for building robots, 
is extremely difficult to build a robot with two legs, a bi- bi- like we see in the movies. Okay. Because it's extremely usually the robots that exist are more with wheels or other kind of locomotion. Hmm. Because it's so difficult to replicate this ba- dynamic balance that make us stand up and walk straight. And I think that is a great metaphor for our life. We have to push ourselves. We have to be gentle with ourselves. And we have to keep a dynamic balance between these two forces. Yeah, I think that that's a great way to think about it. And very interesting that uh, you don't see that many robots work walking like people because it turns out it's really hard. So, so I appreciate that. And the idea that it's, you know, what's what's the best that we can do now in this moment? What was going through my head was... I think that that's such important, such an important uh, distinction because we're probably all carrying pain or shame or look backwards and wish we would have handled things differently. But there's not necessarily something we can do to to go back in time. And uh, what we can do, in my opinion, learn the lessons that have to be learned, because I am I'm a learner by nature. I love, OK, if something went bad. Let's learn. What can we uh, learn from it? But then is what can we do next? We cannot change the past, but we have the present to build our future. And that, I mean, is is. Is that really the trick for people to be able to 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 make the decision to move forward, to learn, to to to, to move forward better? Which 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 part of this is difficult for people? Perhaps all of it. Uh, yeah, all of it. But uh, <laughs> and uh, the thing is more okay. Start wherever you can start. Right. Uh, for many people, I think in terms of uh, is the. Uh, how I help my clients is a lot with three elements. It's like if you see, think about the triangle. Mindset is one of the sides of the triangle. Strategy is the other side. And then the other, the third side of the triangle is implementation. So, and I think this applies in anything that we do in life. We have to work how we see it, how we perceive it, our mindset around it. Uh, we have to have some kind of a plan of strategy. And then we have to do it. And the, I, they, they have to be somehow in harmony. Which one do we start with? Um, sometimes the mindset work can be extremely powerful mm-hmm. because see, sometimes just changing our perspective a little bit can uh, make a huge difference afterwards and allow us to see possibilities and say, oh, maybe I can try this. And then if we do it and see something happen, give us the motivation to keep going. But sometimes we just have to do something different and and, and experiment to see what happened. And it's because of that action that then allow us to see things just going out for a walk in nature. We can feel horrible, horrible, and we cannot, for more positivity that we bring, we still feel w- uh, worse. Yeah. But some, And we can have, okay, I know that when I'm that, just go out and walk, walk outside, just doing that allows suddenly we are listening to the sounds of nature. We are seeing the trees, we are seeing the birds, we are seeing things. And suddenly we can start to see things a little bit different, can start to shift our mindset a little bit and feel 
uh, our field of vision really becomes wider. And then, oh, okay, now I have a little bit more perspective. Hmm. So whatever it works for you, if is, uh, and I think we always have to take that three sides into in consideration. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Mindset, strategy, and then implementation. Yeah. And I, I th- it, it seems it seems like a lot of the time we we can get blinders on our tunnel vision because, to your point, our perspective can be very very limited. So we need to take a big step back and be able to look at the bigger picture. Mainly, mainly when we are under stress. Hmm. And it can be financial stress, can be any type of stress. I know that one, your areas of expertise is finances. And uh, is, uh, we cannot deny the importance of that. I love one of the quotes that you have in your website that is financial peace. Financial peace of mind allow us to more fully pursue our passions. Totally, I totally, I could not <laughs> agree more. But sometimes can be financial stress, uh, emotional stress, family stress, whatever, professional stress, whatever causes uh, a high degree of stress. We know that when we are in a stressful situation, we literally see us in a tunnel vision. Just think about the simple scenario that you are ready late for, um, for a meeting uh, you have to get in the car and just go because you are already late and you don't find the keys. Mm. Uh, it's kind of experience that, you know, one form or the other, many people have. Been there. Uh, at that moment, okay, I knew that I left the keys here. The keys are not here. The keys are not here. What is going on? We are in, we're already in a stress mode. We get in that situation. It's even more stressful. We literally don't see the, the keys. Then our spouse passed by. Oh gosh, where are the keys? Where are the keys? And they go exactly where we are looking. Oh, they are here. <laughs> and we, what? What happened there? We literally, there are studies that show that when we are under stress, when we are under negativity, we see like in a funnel and we don't see why. And when we learn to relax, when we learn to take, press the pause button for a moment, then that allows our body to start the parasympathetic system of our nervous system to start to uh, help us get out of that fight and flight mode. And then we start to see wider, literally and metaphorically. Nice. Yeah. Press pause. Take a second. Get out of fight and flight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like Mm -hmm. it. Well, Anna, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Okay, and following this theme, the the easiest way to, uh, and this, the easiest doesn't mean that is easy. <laughs> the easiest way to press the pause button is by controlling our breath. If we are hyper breathing very short in and out, we are in a stress mode. So if we become aware of it, and if we learn to pace our breathing by breathing out as much as we can, starting by breathing out, like if we're like almost blowing a candle, one of that candles that reunite again, uh, like a birthday cl- candle that we go, we want to blow all the candles and we release all our hair from our lungs until we will feel the muscles of our belly engaged by putting all the hair out. Naturally, we are going inhale also longer. 
So start by exhaling longer and then you will inhale longer and you start to have more deep breathing and that allows us to press the pause button. There is a quote that I absolutely love from uh, uh, which many people attribute it to Viktor Frankl, but was Steve Covey that says that he heard from v- Viktor Frankl. That is that beautiful quote that says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And we can press that pause button. We can activate that space by controlling our breathing. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. <laughs> it's such a such a little simple thing, but so powerful. And I think that I know that I have a tendency to overlook at that and if, if, if people could just do that and to be mindful of your actual breathing and breath, uh, what a big difference that makes. So thank you so much for that. And, mm. and Anna, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? The easiest way, my website is my first and last name, annamelikian.com. And of course, if they are listening to your podcast and they like podcasts, they can look for Mindset Zone and follow my podcast there too. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Anna your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to A-N-A-M-E-L-I-K-I-A-N.com and uh, find the Mindset Zone as well on uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, and I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Anna. My pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. <laughs>